Welcome back, everybody, to a fresh, new, and exciting episode of the Hot Nation USA podcast. I am Adam. This is 2021, and this is episode 183 and a half. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're not going to tell you why. We don't think you deserve to know. No, we can tell them. It's important we, we tell them. We actually totally can. Yeah, we... <laughs> it's important we tell them. <laughs> I was really hoping that you were going to pick that slack up for me. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, it's important we tell them. <laughs> Just because, like, it, this week we are doing a little bit of a different episode. Uh, it is more of a podcast deal classico because it is just Adam and I. It is. But we were scheduled to have a guest this week, unfortunately, due to some family emergencies not related to anything else in the news. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just to throw that out there real quickly, our guest could not make it, but it had nothing to do with what you might have seen happen on Wednesday. <laughs> I wish there was a way I could underline, italicize, and yeah. hold all of that. Completely separate family issues, and they just yes. they could not make the show. And then, so that kind of put us in a part where, well, we wanted to put something out for you guys this week, but we didn't have enough time to really gather a new guest or even put together like a show as we normally would with a theme and all that. So we're just going to do a little bit of a hour. We're going to be like a boring regular podcast this week. So we're going to talk murder mysteries. Yeah. And did you know <laughs> why Hawaiian shirts are considered business casual in Hawaii? We're going to talk about Die Hard. <laughs> Is it a Christmas movie? Is it not a Christmas movie? Not. Why is the other person wrong? <laughs> what the fuck else do podcasts do? That are uh, how to get out boring? of debt in six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do We'll do like a debt, get your life together. We'll do life coach shit. There you go. You can do it. <laughs> Coming up this hour, life coach and die hard. <laughs> life coach Steve. Yeah. <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I could see you making money with that. Just oh. sort of being paid to be stand behind somebody. The irony of <laughs> me making money off getting other people's lives together. Just You just stand behind them at cheats. Just like, you don't need those cheese bites. You what the that. hell are you talking about? I'm 6'6 six, six and getting paid. You're not getting those cheese curds. <laughs> Your wife told me you ain't getting those cheese bites. <laughs> right. She's paying the bills, so guess what? Don't yeah. hit that button. Yeah. <laughs> Your choices are either don't get the cheese bites or pay me more. <laughs> <laughs> get a ham sandwich or a knuckle sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but this week we will talk a little bit about beer. And, of course, we're going to talk about what we're drinking. Yes. So, Adam, would you like to start us off? What are you drinking on tonight? I am drinking something from a brewery I have never had before. Oh, okay. This comes from Divine Barrel out of beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina. And this is their Rumor of Tacos. Oh. Yes. I've actually I've actually heard of that beer because really? I got mad that it, there's like no taco anything in it. There is not. It is a Berliner Weiss with pineapple, coconut, and lactose. Yeah. So it is the exact opposite of a taco. Yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with tacos? <laughs> Nothing. Unless you're talking Choco Tacos. Maybe. Maybe that's a that's desserty time. How it is, is it? It's actually very good. It 
I don't know if you're a coconut fan or not. He is. It, it has just the right amount of coconut in it. Okay. Kind of play along with the, the tartness of the Berliner Weiss side of things. Okay. It, uh, it, but it's not too much where it tastes like suntan lotion because there's some coconut beers where it gets a little suntanny. Yeah, I, I've seen that happen a lot more with stouts than mm-hmm. uh, just like regular. So, speaking of, this is what it looks like. Neat. It looks like a rather rather clear Berliner Weiss. Good looking unit. Is it? Eh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I was like, I was going to ask. None of us do. Is like, is that within the style of Berliner Weiss? But then I know there's so many fruited Berliner Weisses out there that aren't. I would say in terms of the tartness of it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, and it, I guess just for the fact that there's so many fucking adjuncts, it's already out of style guidelines. So exactly. it doesn't matter if it's hazy or goof or not. <laughs> right. It, it, and really, since this is a half episode, I'm still going to consider this 2020. Mm-hmm. And nothing matters in 2020. Right, right on. <laughs> so, but no, it the beer is as it stands on its own is a good beer. Okay, yeah, I like it. I'm definitely gonna finish this. Not that I wouldn't. Right, <laughs> but I'll enjoy finishing it. This is not a show of drain pours, but I get you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What about you, Steve? What do you uh, What do you got in the old uh, glass? I got this one from North High, which is a brewery out of the Ohio. It's, a, it's called Wired. It's coffee stout. I believe the last time we had North High on the show was episode 81 for our uh, the, the the infamous Pepper episode. Uh, yes, I yeah. remember that episode. Yeah, that episode we had North High and they had their Halalima, which was the, like a jalapeno and lime. That was a good beer. Yeah, it, it was it was good enough. It didn't, uh, well, what it didn't do was it didn't give us all sting ring. Right. Elevator. It, <laughs> it, it played nice. Yeah. Go back to that episode. Check it out. That's something, that's something you can listen to extra this week. Yeah. You got homework now. Yeah. But the, the Wired, it's coffee stout and it is brewed with... It is made with cold brew coffee from Thunder Kiss Coffee. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five point five on the ABV. If I can't, if I didn't say that already. How is it? It's all right. No. That, uh, yeah. that reminds me. What is this coming at? Oh yeah. The uh, the rumors of taco comes in at six. Okay. Six percent ABV, which is a I think that's a little high for a Berliner Weiss, but. Eh right yeah yeah that sounds a little high but yeah this is a lot more i would say it's closer to like a coffee porter because as i mentioned it's you know five five on the abv and Mm -hmm. it's not it's not terribly thick or anything it is pretty roasty and pretty bitter oh okay I, i mean i'm okay with that yeah i'm yeah i'm fine with it too um the coffee flavor doesn't come through too much it's, it's uh, just yeah just gotta be, get the coffee bitters rather than the coffee taste yeah yeah it's, it's much more coffee bitters than like kind of push forward you know mocha e or latte e or anything like that so so you said this was a cold cold brewed coffee well it said it was infused with cold brew coffee right 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 so they, so they cold brew the coffee and then i guess infused it into the beer i find that interesting because i you and i have done some cold brew coffee beers in the past mm-hmm. as home brewers mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that i learned that if you want to get more of the coffee taste rather than the bitterness of the coffee the coffee bean that you do a cold brew and then you add it into the beer mm-hmm. at the very end so i'm kind of surprised that it has that level of bitterness to it 
I'm curious yeah. what kind of bean they used. Yeah. Yeah. I have no, it doesn't really say uh, what the bean was. Um, I think it's more just on the malt factor of the, the malts they used. It comes out just, you know, more of a porter than uh, anything hmm. else. Interesting. Yeah. But it's okay. Uh, I think there's, I think there's stouts out there with like a bigger, bolder coffee flavor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, this is pretty good as far as stouts go, but not necessarily on the top of the line of coffee stouts. Understood. Still going to finish it, though. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, this week, we are going to do News Notes at Neat. We are. Um, it'll probably be a little bit extended as compared to other episodes. We got backlog. Yeah, we got backlog. I got a bunch of things I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. I get just and i think we're going to talk a little bit more about just like releases in general Mm -hmm. but i want to bring i just want to bring a quick one up because it sort of relates to your beer and what we're talking about sort of not terribly not terribly close (laughs) martin house brewery we've talked about them in the past Mm -hmm. they're basically on a every month schedule of releasing some goof ass shit (laughs) So this month's goof ass shit is I called. Feel like I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Look, that that's gonna turn into a segment. This month's that's goof exactly ass shit. Exactly what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where you're going with it. So it's like, yeah, this month's goof ass shit, and specifically coming from Martin House is space pizza. Okay. Yeah. I actually I don't know about this one. Well, it's new. That's why it's this month's goof ass shit. <laughs> Telling you about it now. So what is it? It is a beer that is brewed with spices to mimic pizza, as well oh. as tomato paste and powder and oregano. But that's that's really kind of old news. Yeah, it, I mean, there's been others, but I, I don't know how many have actually hit the marketplace. Uh, Fatheads, I know, did one. Did they? I never, mm-hmm. I, I never had that. Uh, so there was like tomato paste and tomato powder and like. I don't know that they went full tomato paste. I don't know. Yeah. The, the thing is with the Martin House stuff, they always go, they always go extra. Right. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so and, and I know we've talked about it in the past that there was like a GABF or yeah, there was a beer at the GABF one year that was like a bunch of, you know, pizza fucking ingredients. And I think it, there was another one in Chicago, but everybody's, perception is also based on marketing oh absolutely this shit's working we're talking about it oh yeah it's working because like martin house gets the marketing out they get the press releases out about their goof ass beers but like yeah surely this stuff has existed in the past (laughs) yes i know because i've had it Mm -hmm. have you seen a picture of it what what it's supposed to look like in the glass i mean is it you know like tomato red uh at this point it is so new that I couldn't find a picture of the beer itself. The, I could only find pictures of the um, the can art. Gotcha. But the, like, yeah, usually like I'll go and untap just to see what the actual beers look like because like mm-hmm. the their, the hot wing beer they put out was like that crazy bright orange red. Yeah, yeah, I think so was the Flaming Cheetos beer that they made. The Flaming Cheetos beer was like like neon red, scary red. Yeah. <laughs> So, Ugh. but no, it's, it's so new. There's, I, I haven't, couldn't find a photo of the actual beer. Ugh. 
Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's working there because obviously they're doing this simply for for marketing side of things oh yeah to get their name out there and here we are in pittsburgh oh, yeah. talking about them and they're all the way down in little old texas yeah anybody who's kind of tied into the beer scene has like you know whether they appreciate it or not i mean i know a lot of brewers and you know other entities that just like turn their nose up at this kind of goofy stuff but at the same time if it hooks in is like just the regular because they're out of the dallas fort worth area mm. you can just hook in the regular joe off the street exactly like, who, who the fuck cares what somebody on the internet says <laughs> <laughs> as long as people are paying money for it obviously yeah. it's working because they keep doing it yeah and from what i've heard like their non-crazy stuff mm. is is pretty decent anyway so they, they have kind of not necessarily earned the right, but they can kind of justify what they're doing. Well, I, I guess it's more of it's a it's a decent business model set up to the fact that it's, yeah, they throw out something wild. But once you're in the door, then you can appreciate what they normally serve. Like it, it's not it's not just the goofy thing. I, I see what you're saying. It's kind of like having the Corvette in the showroom so you can still sell somebody a Cobalt. Or a reference to the the goods film, you have the bandit car out front. Yes. Yeah. That pulls <laughs> have, them in. You have the bandit car to get people on the lot, and then <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can sell them their Nissan Xterra or whatever. <laughs> Aw, poor Nissan. Just in general, because yeah. they make terrible cars with their CVTs. Yep. Get shit on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So we're talking about releases. I wanted to talk a little bit about 2021 releases and one thing that is not going to be around for 2021. Oh no, what's going? Dogfish Head's 120 minute IPA will not be released in 2021. Oh wow. Uh, Dogfish Head recently released their release list. That didn't come out, right? Burning calendar. Thank you. That's that's yeah. a much better way of putting it. Yeah. Just because uh, I have a few notes on other ones, but not oh, this. Not okay. This, but yes, they decided that they are not going to do the 120-minute IPA this year. They're kind of putting it on the shelf. Hmm. They have some some other items that they want to put out there. But their, their big release that they are doing this year, they're going to bring out the uh, Utopius Barrel-Aged Worldwide Stout again. Neat. So they're bringing that back. Goody. And I... they're bringing a bunch of all, all the regular stuff. But the big thing was 120 minutes is not going to be around this year. Yeah, it's interesting that they decided to put that one on the shelf, but yeah. To me, that's the dance partner that got him here. Yeah, but maybe, I don't know. It's just, that's, I mean, that's a real big, heavy, bitter beer. And uh, yeah, with, but with, you know what? That is one of the few IPAs that I like because it's so big. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I mean that's the thing. It's just such a hard balance for me to like justify not putting it out because it is different from everything else you see out there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, people's taste buds are not gravitating towards that. That's true, and th it might be something where they're kind of taking it away. So when it comes back, mm -hmm. it sells bigger. Yeah, absence, heart fonder, et cetera, et cetera. You know. all that good stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> So if you're looking for a dogfish head and you find it, it's an old one. Yeah. <laughs> but the old ones, as far as I know, they still drink okay. Oh, absolutely. I got one or two in the beer fridge. Yeah. Waiting for the day. Yeah. 
It's good to, I mean, more Utopius Barrel Age. Or, you didn't say Utopius, just regular Barrel Age. No, no, Utopius. Oh, Utopius is coming back? Oh, okay. Well, the, it, it is it is the worldwide stout that is in Utopius Barrels. Right, right, right. That's how it works. Yeah, I just, that's okay, good. Because I didn't get I didn't get any from the first batch. Neither did I. So, hopefully I can get some. Want to get in on a lottery. Or just win the lottery and then just pay stupid money for a bottle anyways oh yeah i mean if you're rich enough you can just call sam calazzone and be like give me <laughs> yeah here's two grand give me a four pack yeah. i don't care money means nothing anymore yeah you just buy boston beer company if you really want <laughs> well i don't know if i'm gonna have that much money from the lottery depends you'll see if you if you win well i don't know what's going on as far as both of them but if you win both powerball and mega millions <laughs> You're close to a billion dollars, so <laughs> that's not a bad way to be. Yeah, as of this recording. Yes, I don't know what it's going to be when you listen to this. And but... the astronomical luck it would take to do that. Oh, you'd probably get elected god king if you win both. Yeah, just to hit both. Yeah, hit both back to back and win. Talk like about that. a hell of a week, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. this podcast is going to continue when that happens, just so you know. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this might actually get mic stands after that oh yeah we might get mic stands we might get like a little studio <laughs> i like that i'll put that i'll put that on my inspiration board yeah my inspo board <laughs> i got something else for you to put on your inspo board what's that uh we're talking we're talking brewing calendar releases and i looked at uh great lakes you like them I have had one or two brews from them. That is since for certain. Yeah, Great Lakes. I, I don't. I don't know if it's new, new, but uh, twenty twenty one. They're coming out with a lemon hefeweizen. Uh, that is not new. That came out last summer, and it is good. Okay. okay. Yeah, because uh, they're also repeating the uh, the Beer Wolf Dunkel, which I also believe came out last year. That is a good one. I like that beer. Yeah. Well, both of them are coming back twenty twenty one. So, and I believe they're also doing a Mexican lager. Mm-hmm. Mexican lime lager. I don't know if that's new or not. I saw that when I looked at the list. I wasn't sure if that was a new for 21 or a return or what that was. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're doing all those. They, they seem to have some good things coming out, but yeah, the lemon. I, I did. I didn't see the lemon heffy last year. So I didn't that know. was from the one time I went out to a bar in 2020. Uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> and that was when we were in the nice lull right yeah where things looked like they might be getting back to maybe normal soon kind of yeah. right yeah nope. late late may <laughs> exactly yeah well that's what it's on the release calendar it's it's a seasonal for may so <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah but yeah that's coming back uh not, nothing else really really stood out to me on other brewing calendars. Well, that's the thing with it, going back to, to Great Lakes is they make good beer, but they I haven't seen anything that really jumps out at me beyond the stuff that they already make that I like. Yeah. Well, their and, Christmas sale, their Oktoberfest, I like those, but I have already liked those. Right. And, and that's the thing overall is because like I also looked at like the Schutz and Founders and uh couple other breweries and of course we're talking about like their larger regionals mm-hmm. with some of them have like other you know uh, monetary backing behind them so they can say what they're going to release in a general sense and you still might get some surprises throughout the year right 
But yeah, they 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 don't necessarily just are at the mercy of the whim of the brewer. Right. Saying that you know, I want to make a basil saison and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> or more over, not at the mercy of what they can buy as far as incre- ingredients. That's true too. Because that's that, I, yeah. I, I think that's more of a dictator for uh, other breweries. Like um, Four Points just pointed out a beer called the Unbranded Nectaron. I did not see that one. So it's either unbranded or overbranded, but whatever their single hop IPA series is. Mm, I think that I think it's overbranded. Overbranded, yeah. But like I've had the I've had the Strata and the Mosaic, and both were pretty good. And they. The latest one they just put out was the Nectaron, but then like I saw, I think it was Adam, the brewer there, was saying, mm-hmm. well, we're probably not going to, I don't know when the next time we're going to get Nectaron hops in. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> they're, they're just not a, they're not a common, and I believe they're like a New Zealand hop as well. So you, you gotta, you gotta earn it, so to speak. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, well, when it comes in, it comes in. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing, just how it all is. of that, all of that works and like I'm not connected to any of it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a thing I follow as best I can. <laughs> you show up to drink beer, you see a beer, you're like, "Ooh, that looks neat," and then you drink it, and then you go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to follow hop strains that I like. That's how much of a fucking dork I am. <laughs> it's okay, Steve. It's okay. I like Strata. Strata's good. You're Is in it? your 30s with a beard, and you're on a beer podcast. Yeah. It's kind of in line here. Let's yeah. be honest with ourselves. That's what you do. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, just what you do. <laughs> Welcome to your adulthood. Yeah. You don't go storm in the Capitol. You just bitch about pop strains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's just go on the internet and yell about hops. Yeah. That's how you relieve stress. So I got something else I want to, it's also hop related. I want to yell about. Okay. Uh, and it's also tied into like releases, but, uh, I, I don't want to call it yet, but it seems like black IPAs are on the rise. They're mm. on the comeback. They're on the comeback. And I'm doing that purely off anecdotal evidence of two black IPAs coming out very shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one's a point, two's a line. Yeah. Get one more and that's a trend. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, Chris House is releasing one this weekend. Uh, Hops of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I believe I'll be trying to get some. I will not. I, I need I need somebody to split like three, four packs with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> other beers are out. Uh, Toppling Goliath uh, Sosas, which is a mosaic double IPA. Mm-hmm. And Toppling Goliath Morning Latte, which is a coffee stout. Uh, right. These are all things in line that I want but I don't necessarily want, you know, I don't want all, all of, of those. Yeah. I don't yeah. want all of that beer. <laughs> so I need to find somebody to split four packs with me. Two of those aren't in your wheelhouse. And I talked to Sam, who's a huge hopping Goliath fan. And he's on a, he's on a beer buying freeze until he cleans out his damn fridge. <laughs> so if you're interested with splitting four packs with Steve, email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Let us know your location. Like, ask Dennis. <laughs> like, <laughs> if Dennis says no, then we'll ask Adam Bashline. And then <laughs> it's like, go through a list of people. Who's willing to meet me at Market District and give me 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking had it. <laughs> 
Or you're just going to walk into Market District, rip open a toppling Goliath four-pack, and just be like, can I just buy two of these? If they have them. I will, I will say, though, back to the Black IPAs. Uh, the other one that's coming back is the Stone uh, Sublimely Self-Righteous. That was one of their original ones, wasn't it? I No, it wasn't an original one, per se. What it was was it started as an anniversary ale. Mm, okay. And then it came out a couple other times afterwards. Um, but, like, I, I had to go back. I went back on Untapped. I did some black IPA history for myself <laughs> just because I like, I like black IPAs, but they don't come up too often, but I, I did have the sublimely self-righteous back in like 2014. So that might be the last time it, it popped back up. That was a long time ago now. Yeah. Holy cause shit. Yeah. Cause they're advertising this as like a, a return of that beer. Return so, of the King. Yeah. And then I also just, did some other looking at some other things I've checked in as far as black IPAs. Cause the other reason why I was looking was the hops of darkness by Grist house. Isn't the, mm-hmm. isn't one of the ones I remember originally. And that's because they had a different one. That was a black rye PA. Ah, so it was okay. an IPA made with, uh, with a rye grain. I think the last local black IPA that I have had was with cobble house. Yeah. Black bear, the black bear. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty decent. I like that one. Yeah, that one's pretty decent. I like that. For the style. <laughs> For the style. I like For it as well. For the style. Um, but yeah, I, I also found that I had like a Surly checked in. I didn't even know that I ever had Surly ever. Oh, where the hell but, did you get that at? Uh, probably California. <laughs> yeah, all right. Che- that makes sense. Yeah, because I checked it in in 2015. So, okay, that timeline checks. Yeah, so it was either California or the Midwest when I was driving around um yeah they i had their blacker and then i found my top rated black ipa is toxic sludge by blue point brewing really yes now (laughs) the caveat to this okay is that that was checked in in 2014 a few days after they announced they were being sold to ab and bev oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so that toxic sludge had already been out of the brewery and into distro and i got it at uh the hollywood gardens oh so that beer was innocent that's the bottom line yeah that beer was innocent and was still brewed under proper <laughs> independent <laughs> it was still brewed under independence <laughs> but yeah the toxic sludge that was a great ipa a black <laughs> ipa i just remember that one i'm looking for them to, i'm hoping they make it more of a comeback Black IPAs come back. You know, I, know. I, I hope they do too, Steve, for your sake. Brewers fucking hate them, but I like them. <laughs> <laughs> and really, that's all that matters. Brewers hate them for some reason, and then uh, people who drink fucking hate them, except for me. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is after you win the Mega Millions or the Powerball, you're going to open a brewery that makes just black IPAs. Well, it's uh, it's going to be and just, Roush beers. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, don't <laughs> just, worry, I was going to get there. Yeah, just black had, IPAs and Roush beers. <laughs> I had to dangle the carrot at least a little bit. <laughs> it's going to be both, both them. That's right. It's country talk. Nobody's going to drink there except for me. <laughs> but you know one, what? I <laughs> one Steve-shaped door. If you yeah. don't fit perfectly, you don't get in. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't come through that door? <laughs> Well, no, you have to you have to fit perfectly. Oh, okay. So it's like it's like operation. You have to touch the sides. 
Yeah. It's the opposite of operation. <laughs> <laughs> you can touch the sides. You can't come in. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fucking people with pillows under their shirts. <laughs> I can just imagine Sam trying to come in there. It's going to be it's going to be people on painters stilts. That's exactly what I was thinking. Painters stilts with uh, the fucking inner tubes from Sandcastle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, I want this to happen. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's my hope. Black IPAs come back in 2021. Well, if you're looking for a place to put that, Steve, you are in luck. Because I have the list of the 10 best beer drinking cities in America. Oh. Yes, this is according to smartasset.com. Oh, so it's like an investment website, not just whatever Vine Pair or Hop Culture said. Correct. They actually went into a little bit of numbers, a little bit of analytics. You mean this isn't the thrillist? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I get all my news from the thrillist. (laughs) You poor, simple man. (laughs) But no, they they actually use measurable metrics, which I know is weird to say. Measurable metrics, that's a dumb thing to say. Fucking nerd talk. (laughs) But they they looked at the number of breweries in the city, the breweries per 100,000 people, bars per 100,000 people, beers per brewery, and the price of a pint. And Pittsburgh has made the top 10. Oh, I mean, number we're, five we're fucking rot like we're lousy with breweries anymore so yes but here's what's interesting taking a look at the numbers we still have room for growth oh for sure we do like i uh if i could guess i i'm willing to bet like it's some wisconsin town that's number one no 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 i was very surprised at number one not minnesota either nope okay Go ahead. I, I will say it is in Big Ten country. Okay. Uh, Columbus, Ohio. No. All right, then. Then I'm out of guess. Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Damn. Dumb. That <laughs> really would have been my fourth guess. <laughs> Go Bearcats. Yeah. Yeah, Ohio is, I mean, yeah, they keep blowing up as far as beer goes. They, they have two in the top ten. Cincinnati at number one. And Cleveland at number 10. I got to find other reasons to make fun of Ohio. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's fucking annoying. They got, they got astronauts. They got beer. I mean, I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a Columbus beer right now. Son of a bitch. No. <laughs> so I'll, 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 I'll give you the top 10. And there are some interesting ones on here that I wasn't quite anticipating. Okay. And some that are missing that I'm very surprised at. Number 10 was Cleveland. Yeah. Number nine, Missoula. Montana. Weird. Yeah. But the reason that works is you get a lot of input from the breweries per 100,000 people. Yeah. Because it's a middle-sized town. It's somewhere between like 75 and 100,000 people. But it's also like the biggest town in Montana. (laughs) And it's a college town It is a college town, yeah. So that's where it comes into play. Number eight, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. There's your Wisconsin. Uh, number seven, Bend, Oregon. All right, yeah. Six, Denver, Colorado. I'm surprised it's that low, but also not because it's a very large city. Yeah, it's a big city. It's just they've had the time to build brewery infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because they were they were one of the OGs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five, Pittsburgh. Number four, Portland. 
Number three, St. Louis. Yeah, that's not really surprising. I, I would I I could have seen St. Louis in the bottom half of the top ten. I'm very surprised to see it at number three. Yeah, hey, they got they got four hands. They got a bunch of shit. It's because it was an AB InBev town. That, that's true too. I'm sure there were a lot of breweries or brewers that kind of branched off into their own. Yeah. You know, into their own ventures. So I guess yeah. that makes a little more sense. Yeah. You just grow up with beer culture and you want to do better than AB InBev. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. I'll buy that. Yeah. Uh, and number two, uh, I'm really not surprised by this one, Asheville. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, was, I wasn't really surprised by that one. Yeah. That's where pretty much every regional brewer opened up their second location at. So. Right. So whenever you uh, open Steve Shape Brewery, check one yeah. of those 10 cities. <laughs> nah, they're too, po- they're too overpopulated. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna go out in the middle of the woods in kentucky somewhere yeah it's like it's gonna have to be like kentucky or nebraska somewhere where like nobody has another choice mm, like you, oh that's just mean you have to come drink smoky beers and black <laughs> ipas or you can go fuck yourself those are your choices i have a feeling that that is what is going to be over the bar and also, a yeah, giant sign that says that exactly. Yeah, it'll say that exactly over the bar. It'll run the length of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I'll do, I'll make sure the kitchen is really, really good. Yeah. So, so like, it'll be the place to be to have, you know, your like, instead of going to Ponderosa after a graduation, <laughs> everybody goes to the Steve shaped hole. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure people have to come in. They have to eat there because they, you know, they want the bacon wrap scallops. They, they want, <laughs> they want the Rubens. Yeah, they want the good Rubens. They want the halushka, halushki. Exactly. I can introduce like the best stuffed cabbages <laughs> that any Nebraskans, uh-huh. any Nebraskans ever seen, and they got to come for it. And they got to go fuck. <laughs> got to drink this goddamn smoky ass beer. <laughs> They'll learn. They'll learn. Oh, yeah, they'll learn. Teach them. Shake a fist at them. (laughs) Man, yeah, I kind of really want to see this happen now. Yeah. Not enough to buy you a lottery ticket, but like, I'll support your ventures when you win. You just got to do whatever it is, positive thoughts in the air. Use energy to create magic. I'll align some chakras. Yeah. Then I win win Mega Millions and torture the people of Nebraska. (laughs) those poor lucky bastards (laughs) well that's the other that's the other side of it is everybody else who wants smoky beers has got to travel to nebraska (laughs) everybody wins and everybody loses all at the same time welcome to life (laughs) (laughs) so so speaking of winning and losing i got and also speaking of cleveland i got something yeah it's it's a double uh bush beer heard of them we like talking goofy ass promotions as well from the large macros, the dumb yes. promotions they put out. This one isn't that dumb. I thought it was funny, but it does. It, it can benefit people in PA. So mm-hmm. the promotion Bush is running between January 4th and March 28th. It's based on the amount of snowfall in those months. So you can sign up and register and based on a city in your state, the amount of snowfall in that uh, city 
will net you a voucher. So it's per inch. Okay. Yeah. So if there's 10 inches of snow between January 4th and the 28th, then you get $10 off. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a dollar per inch. That's and a good it, way to get people's personal information. Yeah. And it's up to $15. Oh. Yeah. Is that for every state? Because it doesn't seem fair to do that for like Texas or Arizona. Uh, it's only for like 32 states. All but, right. I mean, within our listening field, Ohio, New York, and PA are all included. Excellent. And so, like I was saying, they, they picked what city they're going to base the snowfall off of. Oh, it's only one city per state, not just right. your nearest city. Oh, right, okay. Right. It's one city per state that they're counting. So they could really dick people over. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, at least for the three the states that I mentioned. <laughs> what cities did they pick? So it's going off Cleveland, Erie, and Buffalo. Oh shit. Okay. And that's why they All had right. to, that's why they had to cap it at fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> because they could have just wound up giving away free cases of bush. <laughs> so it, it ends on January twenty eighth? March twenty eighth. March twenty eighth. Oh, yeah. oh, those yeah. assholes. Yeah. That's so mean. Why does that mean? Because if it was January 28th and if the Bills make a playoff run, mm. they could have had so much Bush beer for the Super Bowl for true. the Bills. True, true, true. Too bad they won't make it because the Steelers are going to win. But more, more. <laughs> but even so, I, I you know, it's, it's, it's again, that's winning and losing. You can get $15 off Bush beer, but then you have a case of Bush beer. So, <laughs> so speaking of, of macros and and promotions i believe it was bud light did a promotion with denver and detroit okay the two d's uh their their original promotion was they were going to buy the city of denver a beer if the denver broncos kicker broke the nfl kicking record for field goals okay of i think it's currently 64 yards oh so we had to he had to break distance, not number. Correct. In a, in correct. He had to break distance, as I remember it. Uh, but then uh, the Detroit Lions kicker, Matt Prater, got in on it and said, hey, what happens if I break my record? What are you going to do for Detroit? Mm. And Bud Light came back and said, well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pit Detroit versus Denver. And whichever kicker kicks the longest field goal throughout the NFL season, that city gets a beer. Okay. And Matt Prater of the Detroit Lions won with a 59-yarder back in November. And so uh, Detroit's getting a free beer. Huh. I mean, I guess it game the system in a way because neither of them had to kick over 64 yards. Right. So, and yeah. really, <laughs> but here's the thing is that in one point, they're kind of uneven, but at the same time, they're not because yeah. Denver is obviously the mile-high city. Balls fly farther there. True, true. Uh, however, Detroit plays in a dome. Yeah, so you so get they the got, wind. They got perfect weather all the time for kicking. So it's kind of, they kind of get their own advantages. Yeah. If it, was, if it was, you know, Boswell and Pittsburgh trying <laughs> to break the record, screw <laughs> that. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> are you kicking into the wind or are you kicking against the wind? Anything over 50 yards, I don't put money on. No, no. <laughs> not behind snow. No, that's that's a fool's errand. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, 
if you got a tailwind or not, because it'll still go wide right. Yeah, just exactly. Carried. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations to the city of Detroit. You're getting a beer. Yeah, you both won and lost. You got a beer, but you got Bud Light. <laughs> and the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> you still have the Lions as a team. Win it apparently, the... they have only won one playoff game since 1957. Jesus. 1957. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. They had Barry Sanders. They had Megatron. They got Stafford, and they've got one playoff win. Just hang Oof. it up. Hang it up. Go do something else. <laughs> yeah. Go be absorbed into another team. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Go send him to San Antonio. Yeah. At least it's nice there. Yeah. Or St. Louis. St. Louis. They already got the dome. You're fine. Yeah. Go St. Louis. Or go somewhere different. Go The, go. the Louis Lions? Yeah, I'd root for him. The Louis Lions. <laughs> God. <laughs> it would suck so bad. <laughs> Why do you think I'd root for him? Yeah. <laughs> Just because I feel like they it, like they it, it would have to be a mascot named Louis the Lion. It has to be. It writes itself. Yeah, and it just comes out with dopey eyes and everything. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it already. It's never happening, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here for it. Don't make me think about that. <laughs> I hope St. Louis gets football again, and I hope their mascot is Louis the Lion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. All right. Well, I thought maybe we could take a little bit of time just to be a regular boring podcast and talk about, uh, you know, what's everybody watching on the Netflix? What's everybody streaming lately? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to ease the pain yeah how are you biding your time <laughs> what's your coping mechanism what are you using to block out the world <laughs> uh, how we're... <laughs> uh, so i'll uh i'll start off and this this was a i'll say a one-off it was a special yeah but the, the grand tour is back oh is it yes they have a new uh Traveling the world special. Oh, yes, it's actually quite good. You should watch. You should watch it. Yeah, I get around to. It. I like. It's. I, I don't know. I kind of fell off watching the Grand Tour, and I didn't watch the the boating special that they did. You should. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's just I've just been watching other things, but you know, yeah, I'll get we'll to put it. it back. Put it back on your list. Jeff Bezos will appreciate it. I got. I got the Prime. I can watch those things. That's right. This is on the Amazon Prime rather than the Netflix. Yeah, yeah Prime is so fucking full of shit that it's so hard to wade <laughs> through a lot of it. So yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I think that was the first time I got back on Prime in quite some time when I found out the special came out. Yeah. So this is this is of course a one off again, and they are finding pirate treasure. Neat. Oh, is it called a massive hunt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 They uh, they go to Madagascar. Neat. 
So I don't, th- I don't think I'm ruining anything with that. Cool. And it's been out for a month. So if you were that interested, that's on you <laughs> for not knowing. Well, yeah, I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> Again, Prime is full of fucking garbage and they don't advertise very well. So, yes. <laughs> so the beer that I am going to pair with this, because that's what we're going to do. Yeah. At least on this one. Yeah. Uh, I am going with the Scallywag Session IPA. From Edward Teach Brewing. Edward Teach? Where the fuck is that out of? North Carolina. Oh. <laughs> is that something else you had recently? <laughs> no, I have never had that beer before. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, well, I mean, I know you've been getting shipments of North Carolina beer. I thought there was something you had like... You're spoiling future episodes. <laughs> Just thought it was something you had off the show, though. <laughs> That you want to talk about? Bring up. Not that particular one. I've had Edward Teach before. Okay. But not that particular one. Uh, the reason Edward Teach, he has another very particular nickname. One eye? No. Peg leg? No, I think a little more historical. Blackbeard. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, he, he was uh, infamous for roaming the North Carolina shores. Mm-hmm. And uh, Edward Teach out of Wilmington, North Carolina. Did his, uh, is his ship supposedly run aground like off the coast of North Carolina? One of his ships, yes. I believe it is outside of, mm, I want to say Ocracoke. Ocracoke. Uh, (laughs) Ocracoke. Hey man, if I win millions of dollars, I'll go buy a beach house down in Ocracoke, which is a total Yenzer name. Get your your scuba gear, get your scuba gear, go off the coast of Ocracoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I believe that one of his ships is is sunk in that area somewhere. Right on. Got old Eddie T. Not, not a violent criminal at all. Just a, a fun-loving pirate. <laughs> Just like to put gunpowder in his beard to scare his enemies. Just like in the Muppets movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That yeah. is historically accurate. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know what he's talking about. Damn Muppets with their historical accuracy. Goddamn Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> and this time we're not talking about Brexit. Yeah. Goddamn Muppets. <laughs> uh, so I just finished up the uh, Cobra Kai season three. How is that? It's okay. I, I am surprised you haven't jumped on it yet. I, I enjoyed the Karate Kid, but I didn't make it part of my life. Well, neither did I. But in it's just one of those things like I probably haven't seen any of those Karate Kid movies since like probably the mid 90s, if not, you know, earlier. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the show does a pretty good job of like you, you'll, you'd never be lost and you don't have to go back and rewatch those movies. So it stands on its own. Yeah, it stands pretty well on its own. And they just use enough flashback footage to explain right. to explain stuff. But, uh, I mean, I guess basically the whole premise of the show for anybody who doesn't know is based on, uh, that, that rant from how I met your mother of how, uh, Barney is, he, he always viewed Daniel LaRusso as the villain of the show. Oh yeah. He, he always saw the karate kid as the villain and the the real hero was the kid in Cobra Kai. The blonde kid. Yeah, Johnny Lawrence. 
Oh, geez. So that's kind of like the stance the show starts with. You know what? I, I can appreciate that. I would like to see more of that, of trying to see series and movies shot from other participants' perspective. Yeah. And it, it takes it that way. And, but you, uh, so the show basically starts with like Johnny Lawrence is a fucking loser. Mm-hmm. Cause like all he did was try to live off his, you know, high school accolades. Ah, okay. But Daniel LaRusso beat him. So mm-hmm. like Daniel LaRusso became the all Valley karate champion. And so he owns car dealerships and he uses his, you know, karate to market his car dealerships. Like we chop away the competition shit like that. Oh yeah. yeah. It was some, yeah. Some real <laughs> sleazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Just kind of like, yeah. not, he's not so much a sleaze ball as he's just a cornball, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. He's cashing in. Right. He's cashing in. He's a cornball and like he's made it in life. He's successful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's shot from both perspectives and you like, it's uh, it's a good show in the sense that there's not a real villain until about season two. Like it's oh. it's it's more about like you're saying you know seeing both sides of the story, mm-hmm. and then it's season two, and it might have even been like at the end of season one they they introduced the villain. So they went in basically an entire season without introducing the villain. Uh, it's more yeah, it's more about the conflict like there's still conflict between daniel and johnny lawrence Mm -hmm. but neither one is really necessarily the villain it's the fact that they're both like they're both assholes to each other two sides of the same coin right exactly i gotcha all right yeah i guess i am gonna have to check this out yeah and then you get then you get the real villain and then the real villain Mm. it's nothing it's nothing too hard-hitting or you know blow your mind (laughs) (laughs) But it's a nice arc, and it's just the way. Uh, there's a lot of other interpersonal stuff that I'm not like giving away, that I okay. think, that I think is more interesting. But I don't want to give it away. But yeah, but yeah, check it out. I think it's pretty good. Is that on the Netflix? That one's on the flicks. All right. That one's on the flicks. It was on. It was on YouTube. Like the first two seasons were on YouTube. Yeah. Really? Remember when YouTube tried to sell itself as a streaming service and everybody said, YouTube, go fuck yourself. We're not paying YouTube TV. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the series that, you know, came out on YouTube TV. Ah, I did not know that. But everybody loved it so much. And then YouTube TV, like, wasn't sustainable for whatever reason. Like, because nobody cared. Yeah. And then Netflix bought the rights. And now Netflix is done. They've done season three and they'll be doing season four. Possibly more than season four. I don't know. But yeah. Netflix is dead to me. Yeah. (laughs) They canceled glow before they had a chance to wrap it up. Yeah. Ain't that some shit. I really like that show. I'll be perfectly honest. I thought that was a fantastic show. I haven't watched it, but maybe you should watch it. It It seems like something I would be into, but uh, just to do a pairing with Cobra mm. Kai, the the most obvious pairing for that is Core's Banquet. Yeah, like like Johnny Lawrence drinks Core's Banquet through the, the show, mm-hmm. and he's very specific about Core's Banquet. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so you can drink that, or you can just you know find whatever fruity cocktail uh, 
Johnny or uh, Daniel LaRusso's drinking. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I like fruity cocktails. I'll drink them. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, drink, he drinks a number of different fruity cocktails through the series, so, yeah. Because <laughs> nothing matters anymore. <laughs> yeah. Good uh, show. Uh, 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 man, this is another one. It isn't the show, but it was a miniseries. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's seen it. I finally caught up. The Queen's Gambit. See, I didn't see it. You haven't seen it yet? I don't like chess. <laughs> but it's so much more than chess. I know. I've heard that it's basically just like every other sports film. Mm. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's much more akin to like a Rocky, or I don't want to say Rudy because I haven't. Actually... No, it's definitely not a Rudy. Yeah. No, because she's, she's like competent. She like deserves. She she, uh, she is never an underdog. Right. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of. Uh, I'm trying to think of another. Well, that, see, that's hard if it's like every other sports film where every other sports film is about underdogs. Rocky. Well, okay. I, I guess I shouldn't say that. Her, She never has underdog abilities. Okay. But she is doubted at least through a portion of the of the series. Yeah, because like Rocky's the underdog. Uh, what the fuck? I just, I'll just reference the replacements with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I don't know why that's the only one that's popping to my head. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Keanu Reeves and John Favreau in that film. <laughs> After that performance in the Sugar Bowl, I'm surprised. <laughs> Gene Hackman's such a good actor. <laughs> I like that movie. I don't care what anybody says. It's decent. It, it's it a actually, good movie. It, I mean, I, I watched it not too, too long ago, and it still kind of holds up. Like, uh, it's not... Was that know. the first movie that Keanu Reeves did after The Matrix? After The Matrix? Yeah, because The Matrix came out in 99. Didn't The Replacements come out in 2000? Uh, you know what? You might be right about that. What a shift. Well, I mean, not really, because, I mean, he did comedies first. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, The Replacements did come out in 2000. For some reason, I thought that was a 97. Mm-mm. Yeah. That come, that you might came. be thinking of Varsity Blues. Maybe, but uh, yeah, that came out in 2000. So yeah, that probably would have been the first film he did after good old Shane Falco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he's, he's good for that. He does like, <laughs> does his, you know, comedies that people are surprised that he's in and then does a and lot of action And it goes back and film. does John Wick and is fantastic in it. Yeah, does a lot of action films and then does, a, you know, does Bill and Ted face the music. I haven't seen that yet. I'm not any good. Yeah. I, I've heard not terrible things about it. It's just, you know, it's probably something to just kill time, but it's not a two and a half fucking hour marathon. Eh. Yeah. I saw a fucking tenant. That's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so not good? Or is it yeah. just tedious? It's tedious. It is fucking tedious. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's tedious without the payoff. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to uh, go ahead and not worry about it then. Yeah, yeah, the, the payoff is bad. Like, Christopher Nolan just needs to make a fucking heist movie. That I'd seems, be all right with that. Well, that's, that seems what he keeps wanting to do. He keeps making these He keeps making these films that have, like, mini heist films in them. So he's just sort of flirting with it, but he doesn't yeah. go in. Yeah, he doesn't go in, because you think about the opening of The Dark Knight, 
Mm-hmm. That's a really clever heist. It was. It was. Fa- that's a fantastic way to open the movie. Yeah, Inception is in many ways a heist film, mm-hmm. despite all the weirdness that goes on. And then in Tenant, there's a there's another two or three like clever heists, the same way the Dark Knight has. Okay. All right. There, there's like yeah, there's like clever heists within Tenant that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like that's fun. That's you know. But then just like the, oh, it's, oh my God, two more fucking hours though. <laughs> Aww, so, yeah. Poor movie. Yeah, poor movie. <laughs> did you did you have a pairing for uh, your main I series? I did. I did. It's a little on the nose. It's the Worldwide Stout, simply because she is the world champion. Ah, world champion. But uh, I, I, did, I did specifically use the, uh, the Banger Brewing uh, glass because there is a, uh, an arc where she is in beautiful Las Vegas. Oh. So I figured I'd tie that in a little bit, and yeah. if I, I guess I could say that uh, the uh, the rumor of tacos also ties in a little bit uh, because there is a stint where they're in Mexico City. Oh, neat! <laughs> so I kind of backassed my way into it. There you go. There's a. Uh, I did it. You did it. I'm just like I'm honestly just trying to think of like any beers that have like a chess theme to them. I can't think of any. I'm not trying to say anything about like brewers and what they're into and where their minds go. <laughs> yeah, but chess sells right now. Well, chess, no, I'm just saying like, I don't think a lot of brewers play chess. Not trying to, not trying to say anything about anybody's because I don't play chess. Chess fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate <laughs> it. I can't make my brain think like that. <laughs> well, you can watch queen's gambit and feel smarter and dumber at the same time oh great (laughs) you have to get past the first episode the first episode is a little bit slow to kind of it's not necessarily world building you just sort of have to set the scene and they they take their time doing that i get you kind of set her situation yeah yeah i mean i don't mind i don't mind slow movies or slow shows or anything like that it's just like as long as it's not tedious I don't. Mm, I don't think it's tedious. Yeah, I'm a, I'm but a, I, I will say that the first episode is probably the weakest of the episodes. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm okay with world building. I'm a, like I enjoy world building. I like feeling a rich sense of the world around me mm-hmm. when I'm watching films. But uh, on the other hand, I can also see like it's just kind of a period piece in in a way, isn't it? It's like it is 50, 50s, 60s America. It is. It yeah. is. So, I mean, yeah, don't, I don't need too, too much set up with that either. Right. And it's in Kentucky. So <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, white men, racism. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's the first 90 seconds down. What are you going to do with the rest right, of this I, thing? Yeah. It's just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> women can't work. I get it. What are we doing? <laughs> Secret alcoholism everywhere. Yeah, exactly somebody's popping pills the other people are drinking for lunch what are we mm-hmm. doing let's get it going <laughs> i got stuff to do today speed this up <laughs> <laughs> who's the communist all right i get it <laughs> you're the pinko <laughs> uh, so did you have another one steve man i just honestly i've been re-watching like a lot of mystery science theater but uh, i did go back and it's not new, but I went back and watched season two of the Orville. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, interesting. I like that show. Great. Why are you surprised by that? I don't know. I, I 
I, I didn't think you would be a Seth McFarland fan. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll strap in. Strap in, folks. <laughs> I feel like most people already know this about the show, though. Steve's going to quantify. Yeah. Or exactly. qualify his answer. I'm, I'm very much going to qualify this. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not I'm not that much of a fan of, like, the most of the Seth MacFarlane animated shows anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I really fell off just watching Family Guy. Like, yeah. and yeah. to be fair, like, Seth doesn't even write that show anymore. He's just like, cashing checks anymore. Yeah, he just comes in and does the voices and cashes checks. Mm-hmm. And then also, I didn't like A Million Ways to Die in the West either. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that, that fucking movie was way too preachy. But <laughs> uh, The Orville is just doing Star Trek the way Star Trek. W- used to be done like star trek nowadays blows because star trek nowadays is just star wars ah okay if you the the reason you watch the next generation in deep space nine specifically is because those shows were about social issues diplomacy you know like it 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 pushed social issues Mm-hmm. through under the guise of you know alien races right right it made think it made it a safe conversation right and there wasn't a lot of action to it you know there there was action you got your occasional borg episodes mm-hmm. you know you got your best of both worlds with the cutest and things like that and those are good episodes as well but you also had a lot of you know you had a lot of thinking episodes and that's what the orville is the Orville really? Just, yeah, the Orville just redoes that. Wow, I'm, I'm very surprised by that. Yeah, so was I. Like, but that's why I came back for season two. <laughs> like, I avoided, like I avoided season one like the plague. I was just like, oh, <laughs> fucking Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> What's he getting paid for now? Yeah, exactly. I was, I was also hesitant, but I watched it and I was like, oh, that's a good show. It's just doing Star Trek again. Hmm. The only thing you the only thing I will say about it is you can definitely tell at some points in some episodes that Seth McFarlane is just is just living out his Star Trek fantasies. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's all makes sense now. Yeah, this it's the only negative to it that really sticks out to me is Seth McFarlane is, you know, he's made himself the captain and he's living out like he feels sometimes out of place because mm-hmm. you can just tell he's just kind of like being a little kid, you know, enjoying his time in the captain's chair. But I mean, if he's footing a bill for it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, it's it's not that glaring, but it's just like sometimes you get that feeling of like ah. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been done better by somebody else. Yeah, you could you just kind of oh, all right, I I get what you're doing, and I know you're having a good time, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm necessarily make this better as a show <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> it's still better than every other star trek show being made right now have you taken a look at that animated series that they have oh fuck no <laughs> okay then all right <laughs> easy enough I, i've not either yeah i didn't laugh a single point at, oh. like at the trailer so like ugh. <laughs> and again it's just like it's it's copy and pasting like you 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 could have made an original show but you copy and pasted something into star trek uniforms right and, and so they're kind of using that built-in cachet mm-hmm. 
to try to get their storyline out to the people. Right. It, it's, it's like at best, it's probably at best just like a mediocre show that nobody would pay attention to if it weren't for the fact that, you know, Star Trek was on the name. That is kind of disappointing. Yeah. And I feel the same way about like a bunch of the other Star Trek properties, like wherever the fuck Discovery is, it just seems like the expanse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all just like space battle show, like, but none of it has any of the the heart and like the again the social aspects, right? So it's like that yeah. is disappointing. Yeah, not so, that yeah. I'm gonna lose sleep over it. I mean, I'm not, I don't care that much about it, right? But <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care that much. Yeah, I don't care that much either because Next Generation and Deep Space Nine still exist. That's enough for me. Yeah, but it would be nice if they fucking tried just once <laughs> to make boring Star Trek again. Yes. Stop. Sounds like you need to start an online campaign, make Star Trek boring again. Do you know how many campaigns <laughs> I am I am so far removed from what a real Trek nerd is? <laughs> like all you really have to do is go watch like Red Letter Media. Oh, all right. Yeah. I didn't realize that they were full on. Oh God, they're, oh, they're they're awful with it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said I'm enough of a beer nerd. I don't need to intermingle with other nerds. I would. I look and that. I bash on the nerds a lot on this show, <laughs> but I was a Trek nerd way before I could drink. So it's fair enough. It. Can't help. Fair it. enough. I can dig it. If you're into Babylon Five, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and any of you sons of bitches talk about Battlestar Galactica we're going to throw hands in the parking lot that's right <laughs> we're going to throw down on anybody who wants to talk about Cylons <laughs> what the fuck that is it's probably just a rip off of the board I'll fight you <laughs> pretty much Pretty much. honestly I have no idea I don't think I've ever watched Battle, Battlestar Galactica me either yay 80 differences yep, me either <laughs> yeah but in summary, everything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek sucks. Star Wars sucks. <laughs> That's the list. That's the list. Everything you like is bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you like was over recycled and turned into mush <laughs> and fed to you like chicken nuggies. <laughs> the corporate machine has sucked the life out of what you loved and has yeah. left nothing but the husk. Exactly. Marvel's next. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Man. A downer. I tell you what, I can't wait to uh, pirate their What If animated series. What if? I don't know what you're talking about on that one. Uh, So Disney Plus, they're doing a bunch of TV shows for Marvel. Okay. You've you've seen the advertisements for some of those, right? I have. I have. Okay. One of the series they're doing is What If. And so, like, What If was a series of comics that was they existed outside of Marvel canon. I gotcha. So it was a ba- basically a playground. Right, yeah. For the for the writers and animators in that. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, they're or doing... Artists, artists, I should say. I apologize. Right, yeah. Artists at the time, animators now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're doing a series of what-if cartoons. So. Oh, all right. But, but they're going to use some of the voice actors ah, who, okay. who played the characters in the movie. So like, right. I think, I think uh, Chadwick Boseman is playing Black Panther in one of these cartoons. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that's one of the, like, one of his final roles, I guess. But excellent. Yeah, yeah. 
it'll be some it's like the one thing i'm interested in checking out <laughs> that you'll you'll find yeah find somehow with my nord vpn slash hop nation usa <laughs> nope 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 they don't pay us yet <laughs> no they don't that would be awesome though yeah get that nord <sighs> vpn money yeah I mean, we could we could buy beers including the beers that we have in front of us yes including the beers we drank tonight yes just quick little one-offs Steve, what'd you, what'd you think about your uh, your Ohio beer? My Columbus North High. Yes. Yes. The Wired coffee Wired. stout. It was pretty decent. Yeah. Like I said, it's not, it's not great as a coffee stout, but it is pretty decent as just a regular stout or porter, if you want to think about it that way. Because it does have the, it does have the bitterness. It does have the roastiness. Kind of miss out on the coffee is all. Just sort of needs to turn that knob up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Infuse a little bit more in the next batch, fellas. <laughs> and, and ladies. ladies. Whoever. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck works there. And ladies. <laughs> but yeah. Worker X. Yeah. Robots. Let's go, robots. <laughs> Dear uh, North High Robots, can you please put in more coffee flavor into your coffee stats? <laughs> Thank you. Eight, two for yes. Bape day for yes. <laughs> and putting more coffee in your stats. <laughs> uh, for me, the uh, the rumor of tacos there, Berliner Weiss. Yeah, I liked it by Divine Barrel. As a fan, I, uh, I'm kind of disappointed in me because I got one and now I got none. Where were But that's okay. But uh, yeah, I like it. I have one or two more Divine Barrels in the, in the house. You're not getting them. Whatever. <laughs> whatever i don't care i got so much other things to buy i got i just rattled off like two toppling goliaths and a grist house i want to go buy i don't have time for your north carolina beers <laughs> <laughs> yeah good beer i like it would drink the vine barrel again and i probably will cool well that's good to know i will probably drink north high at some point as well <laughs> yeah I, I would assume I, I like their their jalapeno lime. I thought that was a really good beer. Yeah, it was pretty decent. It's just uh, if, like this was just like a pickup at a giant eagle for mixing six. Mm-hmm. I was I was it was actually like I had a sighty fucking attack. I needed to go get some sighties in me. <laughs> attack of the apples. Yeah, so I bought some sighties and then rounded out the six pack with this and uh, Trogue's Java head. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, coffee stouts. I'm into those too. That give makes me. sense. They don't necessarily mix with the ciders, but who cares? Yeah. Give me some cities. <laughs> oh, and I also had a Narragansett lemon shandy. Oh, okay. Well, uh, with, uh, what was that, Dell's? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dell's yeah. lemon shandy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, pride yeah. Of, the pride of Rhode Island? Yeah. The pride of Rhode Island, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a fine beer. It was a fine shandy. Yeah. I don't know if you've had it, but. I feel like you'd enjoy it if you did. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll get down with some there, Gansett. Yeah, I'm sure you would. I I know you've talked about them in the past. You enjoy them. Can and have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had I had the shandy. It was fine. So nice. Wrong time of year, but that's okay. Yeah. It, it was a good. It was a good lead-in from ciders to beers. So ah, it was a bridge beer. It was a bridge. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Got to hit the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the Pell Bridge. That's a Rhode Island joke. Sure. I'm, it is. Look it up. I'm sure the three people who live there just laughed really hard at it. That's fine by me. <laughs> All right. Well, 
We're going to wrap up this episode. Like I said, next week, what we'll have our guests will be back doing to what our regular thing is. is it'll be a regular episode of the Hot Nation USA podcast. But this week was just, you know, slapped together. But we wanted to give you something. Hopefully, that's, <laughs> hopefully that's okay with you. <laughs> because It better be. It better be because you're not fucking paying us to do this. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to pay us money, however, I've got a Venmo. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to get in touch with us to send us, you know, money through Venmo, then all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Player FM. I found out we're still on and is also still a thing. Oh, all right. Yes, as I was searching to see if I had drank this North High beer on the show previously, (laughs) I found that we're on Player FM, and I also found Player FM, for some reason, it returned the result translated into Hebrew. Interesting. Yes, it was the the H-E dot Player FM. Huh. The Hebrew version of our uh That's okay. Hop Nation. Yeah, it's fine. That means we're international. So Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's where we were. Um but yes, if you're on any of those platforms that start with pod or end in cast, we're on them. And you should leave us a five star review because we are a six citizens of Rhode Island show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than me having to drive all the way to nebraska for my morning commute (laughs) to open to open my roush and black ipa brewery (laughs) that's right i'm not moving to nebraska the hell do you think i am (laughs) (laughs) he's got money he doesn't have to yeah i'm gonna live in pittsburgh fly to nebraska do the dailies (laughs) come back home (laughs) ain't fucking having it (laughs) smart i like it yeah (laughs) but Yep. Uh, I don't know. Go to public.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Search where at Hop Nation USA, all one word. That'll get you our stuff. Yeah. Get the brand new Drink Local shirts for the PA people. They are flying off the shelves. Yeah. They're good ones. They are. The other ones were trash and now they're gone, but the good ones if, are up now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, if you want some glassware, guess what? We got glassware as well. Yes, but we have a limited number. So go to Fueled by Hops and go to their shop and check out the Cyber Drunk. That is our piece of glassware, our contribution to the world. It has Hop Nation USA printed on it. The one well as, and the only yes. glass that we have produced. That's right. So go and get it while you can. Please. Yeah, please. And you'll probably see it more on the video element once we get ours. Yes. They're coming in soon, and then we'll be drinking out of them and no more using anybody else's glassware. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> that way, if anybody else steals our pictures, we can prove that's our intellectual property. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has this glass but us. <laughs> <laughs> or if you do, then guess what? We'll find you. That's right. We'll fight. Because we didn't make that many. We'll get you. We know who's ordering them. We yes. know who's getting them. Yeah, and we'll we get you. 5,000 of them. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's for sure. Because, <laughs> again, you don't pay us. That's right. 
All right, we should stop threatening the people listening to us. Yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> it's 2021, Steve. We have to we have to be 2021. Better. Don't threaten the audience. Yes. Maybe. That's not a resolution. That's just general courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Try. Think about it. There you go. You got it in you. I believe in you. Think about it. <laughs> All right. Until next week. Uh, I'll stay safe out there. Just yeah. be excellent to each other. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. <laughs> Party on. Party on, Wayne. <laughs>